Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bagel Bites. My name is Robbie Nagel, and this is just a podcast series where I get to talk about the random things that I want to talk about. Today I'm going to go a bit personal and talk about uh, one aspect of my mental health journey. Uh, so if you don't uh, know me or you just know the current me and haven't lived with me in my life for a long time, or you've missed when I've talked about this a couple different times in uh, blog posts and Facebook posts and stuff like that, I make it a point to share a little bit about my mental health journey every once in a while. Uh, one of the things is that I really want to uh, make it known that you uh, should care about your mental health uh, and seek help in however you need to, most likely a therapist. I know that helped me a lot. Um, and another aspect is obviously to share a bit of hope of where I've been and where I am now uh, and that you can make it as well. So Obviously, when you talk about uh, one aspect of mental health or a concern of mental health, uh, the other ones try to kind of weave together um, with one another. And so I'm going to try not to uh, talk about the entire journey, uh, but I, today I really want to talk about uh, my uh, journey with anxiety. And I was uh, suffering with anxiety for probably a decade in my life, probably from, I don't know, 12 or 13 into my mid-20s, and uh, I was uh, dramatically uh, and radically healed of it, uh, but I had to walk a couple things out after that, uh, so a couple of those uh, portions of my anxiety kind of uh, stuck with me for a little bit. Um, obviously, uh, people that know me today, uh, I hope I have this type of uh, uh, mentality that is, uh, you know, out in the world, um, that I don't really worry about anything anymore. Um, it might be odd <laughs> to some people at some points times. Uh, I, I just have, I have very little concerns about, about the, the unknown or, uh, things like that. Uh, it just doesn't really affect me. That's probably because I dealt with anxiety for so long. This is my journey and, uh, I walked through it and, uh, that's why I am how I am today. So, before I get started with the uh, personal portion, uh, I want to talk a little bit about anxieties itself. So everybody experiences anxiety, and uh, the easiest easiest example I can give is when you uh, you know leave your house and you have that like irrational fear that uh, you left the stove on or something like that, or when you go on a big trip and you think you forgot something, so you're like frantically going through. Uh, everything you put in your suitcase, like in your head, trying to remember that you got everything important. But when is a uh, mental health uh, disorder or concern or issue, whatever type of word you want to give it, um, it's that feeling pretty much all the time. Uh, and it's not fun at all. I know a couple people that will most likely listen to this that have also experienced anxiety, uh, and they will also tell you that's not fun. Uh, and obviously not everybody has uh, the uh, disorder um, of general anxiety disorder, GAD, um, and there are also uh, variations of it. I don't want to get into like a full DSM-5 criteria of all the different anxiety disorders out there, and uh, that would make this... Uh, less personal, obviously, and more just teaching, um, and I don't want to do that, so a portion of my journey was uh, I just had uh, irrational fears of multiple things. I mean, my dad was sick from a very young age. Uh, I remember from, like, I don't know, 13 through 16, um, 
I just had a fear that he would obviously die. Um, and uh, sadly, that uh, fear came true much later um, in a very different way. Uh, but I had just, uh, I don't know, I just had a irrational fear of it and uh, didn't really make sense. Uh, but it was something that, like, plagued me. I had those times where, like, people talk about, uh, like, the hallucinations when you... Uh, lay down you like go through the entire scenario of like someone broke in your house or something like that um i had multiple times of those i went through obviously every worst scenario that i would never be in and never did obviously get into uh in my head uh just all day every day and uh one of the things because uh, this is what people do uh when they especially when they have a uh, mental disorder, because uh, they want to package package it up and wrap it up like it's a gift or something, um, and to some extent it can be. I mean, obviously it makes you think differently, and uh, you can use that if you really want to try to find the silver lining. Uh, for me, I was able to think through and rationalize through uh, multiple scenarios that I would never be in, and because I did that 24/7 a billion times a minute, like. I gained uh, certain aspects of wisdom and uh, just because I thought through things and uh, now I think through things and analyze things uh, in a way that I practice a lot when I was younger. Uh, now obviously now I have a bunch of more experience that actually did happen, not just in my head and uh, uh, I have different types of wisdom now, uh, but that same uh, analytical uh, gift or talent uh, was kind of cultured through anxiety uh, and you can use that as uh, you know your silver lining uh, for your mental disorder or whatever you're walking through uh, but I would highly advise obviously getting help um, I don't want to uh, glorify mental disorder um, but I also don't want to you know demonize it in any way it's something that a lot of people struggle with and go through another aspect of my anxiety was from uh, 16 to, uh, almost, I don't know, 18 and a half or 19, uh, I was not getting a whole, whole lot of sleep, and sleep deprivation made my anxiety obviously a lot worse, I had more panic attacks when I did not, uh, get enough sleep, and, uh, I was not getting enough sleep because of multiple reasons, I was staying up late, I had school in the morning, I went to work on Saturday mornings, I went to church on Sunday mornings, so I never got to sleep in, I never got to get full rest, uh, and I was really staying up until like, uh, I don't know, if like four in the morning, so I was really only getting like three hours of sleep, and it was really uh, damaging me, uh, to the extent where uh, for about two years, uh, fully, uh, every morning I would wake up super anxious uh, my stomach would be in knots and I would essentially have to dry heave every morning uh, to make that feeling go away uh, there were a couple times where I tried uh, not to obviously because it's definitely not fun uh, I remember like I would turn on the, like the shower and like that was loud enough to cover up the noise so that, like my parents couldn't hear uh, they obviously did I went to the doctors uh, I had a couple tests and stuff um, uh, crazy doctor said that they wanted to put like a scope down my throat. They gave me stomach relaxers, like that was gonna help. And I literally looked them in the face and was like, "This is anxiety. I know what it is. 
you do not need to put a scope down my throat. And they're like, we're putting a scope down your throat. And I'm like, I'm not coming back here then because I know what it is. And that's not going to help me at all. So I tried to stomach relax for a little bit. I remember like one day I went to school and luckily I had a study hall in the morning and I always had my homework done so I didn't really need it. So to literally just like put on music like the whole the old like trick you put like your headphones through your sleeve and like lean on your hand so you could listen to your music all sneakily, uh, even though no one really cared. <laughs> um, and now apparently in schools they definitely don't care. But uh, I did that whole sweet trick and uh, try to like sleep and rest and try to like get the feeling to go away. Um, even with the stomach relaxers. And I remember one time I was doing that and I just got, I kept getting nauseous and nauseous. And so I went to the bathroom, ended up throwing up. A kid was in there and he's like, dude, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I have anxiety and I throw up in the morning. I got stomach relaxed from my doctors. He was like, good luck. That's working for you. And I was like, yeah, thanks for the vote of confidence. You're a great high schooler as well as me. <laughs> um, great interactions for me. Uh, but yeah, so that happened for uh, a solid two years. Um, uh, every morning, it was not fun, obviously, uh, and I had irrational fears and anxiety about all sorts of things. And then uh, when I was, uh, I don't know, 17 and a half, almost 18, um, no, 17, because uh, it was between my junior and senior year of high school, and uh, I went to a youth retreat, um, it's a huge triannual one. It was week long. It was awesome. Uh, super fun. Had a panic attack midweek. Uh, it was great. I was trying to obviously, I was waking up earlier than everybody else to like hide this um, so that I would be able to dry heave in the morning uh, with nobody else awake. So I was getting even less sleep now. Uh, it was really uh, destructive for myself. Um, and that's kind of another point of this story. Um, there are multiple people that try to do things like what I'm explaining and talking about. Uh, don't is my biggest piece of advice. Like uh, a lot of people are going through similar things. You're more than welcome to uh, contact me if you need to talk about it. Um, obviously, uh, finding a therapist or a counselor is uh, super good for you. Um, even if you don't think that what you've gone through is like, uh, you know, crazy or traumatic or anything like that. Like people that believe that you need to go through like war to see a counselor is insane. Everybody on the planet can benefit from seeing a therapist or counselor. You deal with stress that you're just not equipped for all the time. And that's okay. You're allowed to. It's not like uh, a badge of honor or strength by not seeing a therapist. It's just uh, self-destructive, really. Um, so yeah, I was uh, doing this uh, during this week, and I remember, I think it was the Thursday or Friday um, of that week uh, where I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. There was no altar call. We were just like, I don't know, hanging out all in like the center of uh, this huge uh, auditorium or stadium, and uh, we were on the floor of it, and uh, the speaker was just like, um, you know, we're just going to worship and just hang out in this atmosphere and uh, all of us teens were like okay cool and uh holy spirit just dropped there was no altar call no one prayed for me that i know of and i was filled with the holy spirit d dropped down on the on the ground uh i i still can't fully explain the experience uh you know started bawling like a baby and uh 
after that, uh, the majority of my mental health was healed. I, I wasn't uh, suicidal or depressed anymore, and I'll talk about those uh, in another one of these. And uh, I was no longer like irrationally anxious. Uh, some of it was still stuck with me. I had to walk out getting the sleep that I needed to for the next couple years uh, to stop the um, stomach issue. Um, but uh, I was healed in that moment, and uh, it was... It, it's still something that I look back on and I cannot explain, um, outside of it was God. <laughs> like that's the only explanation I have. Uh, I've never read any time where, you know, mental disorder just leaves you, um, in, in a secular kind of way. But, uh, yeah, uh, as just some of the advice, uh, that I've kind of dropped through here, uh, in this one is obviously if you're struggling with it, um, you're, be, feel free to reach out to me if you know me in person, obviously. Uh, text me, message me, um, stuff like that. Uh, but uh, I am not a counselor or a therapist. I cannot give you anything except for what I'm essentially giving you in this podcast, um, which is just the experience that I have. Um, a therapist will uh, give you the tools to actually walk this out and um, really recover and, uh, deal with it and, um, stuff like that. So I definitely advise, uh, bettering your mental health with a therapist. Um, but also just like, I just want to say that if you're going through something like this, then there is hope and there is, um, obviously, uh, the ability to get through it. Obviously, don't give up. Uh, there are multiple times where I, on, in a very real way, wanted to. Um, it was just uh, hard, especially as a teenager. Like, um, I don't know. I, <laughs> it's just such a weird thing that uh, I hear a lot of teenagers go through the same thing. Um, when I was a teenager and even now, like when I hear issues of teens, um, it's just so weird that like... Uh, the weight of the world is like on their shoulders and I'm about to get into full tangent on this one and I kind of want to try to wrap this up now um but it just it's one of those things that uh, astounds me it's just so weird I don't know where it starts I don't know if it starts in the home or um in the culture of a school uh, I have no clue what needs to change um but it's clearly something needs to uh because it's uh seemingly very prevalent uh and yeah, I'm going to get into a full tangent and I'm going to stop myself. I will definitely talk about mental health and my mental health journey and uh, thoughts on mental health and things like that in other podcasts. It's part of who I am outside of the uh, biblical and historical knowledge and stuff. Um, it's something that I have very real experience with. Um, so I generally do like to talk about it. And uh, yeah, as always, thanks for checking this podcast out, listening to it. I really hope that um, this helped in some type of way. If you glean from my experience, uh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys at the next one.